writer, a geophysicist with Weston Geophysical Corporation in Lexington, Massachusetts. They're not shy about broadcasting their testing, but they claim things Western scientists aren't sure about. Was it as big as they claimed? We are really interested in understanding that, says Ryder. Seismometers detect ground shaking from all sorts of events. In a typical year, anywhere from 1,200 to 2,200 earthquakes of magnitude 5 and greater set off the machines worldwide. On top of that is the unnatural shaking from quarry blasts, mine collapses, and other causes. The art of using seismic waves to tell one type of event from the others is known as forensic seismology. Forensic seismologists work to distinguish a natural earthquake from what could be a clandestine nuclear test. In March 2003, for instance, seismometers detected a disturbance coming from near Lop Nor, a dried-up lake in western China that the Chinese government, which signed but hasn't ratified the test ban treaty, has used for nuclear tests. Seismologists needed to figure out immediately what had happened. One test for telling the difference between an earthquake and an explosion is how deep it is. Anything deeper than about 10,000 kilometers is almost certain to be natural. In the case of Lot Nur, the source of the waves seemed to be located about 6 kilometers down, difficult to tunnel to but not impossible. Researchers also used a second test which compares the amplitudes of two different kinds of seismic waves. Earthquakes and explosions generate several types of seismic waves, starting with P, or primary waves. These waves are the first to arrive at a distant station. Next come S, or secondary waves, which travel through the ground in a shearing motion, taking longer to arrive. Finally come waves that ripple across the surface, including those called Rayleigh waves. In an explosion, as compared with an earthquake, the amplitudes of Rayleigh waves are smaller than those of the P waves. By looking at those two types of waves, scientists determined the Lopnor incident was a natural earthquake, not a secretive explosion. Seismology cannot reveal the entire picture. Had the Lopnor event actually been an explosion, researchers would have needed data from the radionuclide monitoring network to confirm the blast came from nuclear and not chemical explosives. For North Korea, the question is not so much whether the government is setting off nuclear tests, but how powerful and destructive those blasts might be. In 2003, the country withdrew from the Treaty on the Non-Proliferation of Nuclear Weapons, an international agreement distinct from the testing ban that aims to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons and related technology. Three years later, North Korea announced it had conducted an underground nuclear test in Mount Mantop at the site called Pugyi-ri in the northeastern part of the country. It was the first nuclear weapons test since India and Pakistan each set one off in 1998. By analyzing seismic wave data from monitoring stations around the region, seismologists concluded the North Korean blast had come from shallow depths no more than a few kilometers within the mountain. That supported the North Korean government's claim of an intentional test. Two weeks later, a radionuclide monitoring station in Yellowknife, Canada, detected increases in radioactive xenon, which presumably had leaked out of the underground test site and drifted eastward. The blast was nuclear. 
but the 2006 test raised fresh questions for seismologists. The ratio of amplitudes of the Rayleigh and P waves was not as distinctive as it usually is for an explosion, and other aspects of the seismic signature were also not as clear-cut as scientists had expected. Researchers got some answers as North Korea's testing continued. In 2009, 2013, and twice in 2016, the government set off more underground nuclear explosions at Pungiri. Each time, researchers outside the country compared the seismic data with the record of past nuclear blasts. Automated computer programs compare the wiggles you see on the screen ripple for ripple, says Steve Gibbons, a seismologist with the NORSAR monitoring organization in Keller, Norway. When the patterns match, scientists know it is another test.